Hello, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, also known as LBD Night Train, and joining me as always, while dreaming of doing something else, are my co-hosts, Brian Protodude Austrian. Hello. You know what I'm dreaming about? Blaster Master 2. Zero 2, that is. Oh, it's so good. And Shadow Rock ZX. You know, I had a dream about Blaster Master Zero 2 as well, and I was just like, wow, wait, was this whole launch just a dream? Then good. I had to convince myself, I looked at my screen, I was like, wait, it's not a dream. Epic. Hey, I'm Shadow Rock ZX. How are you doing, David? I'm doing alright, and I'm just uh, dreaming about uh, possibly repenciling in the Blaster Master Zero Two conversation for this episode instead of uh, the one further down the line, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> This time out, we are looking at another episode of Mega Man Fully Charged, because, yay, it finally came to Canada! It only had to make a trip down to the States and whoever knows where else, and now it's back home, and now I can see it. (laughs) Man, airing schedules are weird. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. Me either. Get it before I do. Yeah, if if they're more consistent... More people will probably watch. Like it benefits everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my goodness knows. It's like uh, when something airs in the states. It's like, and people are talking about it online. I want to be part of the conversation, but I don't want to be spoiled. So it's like really kind of just it's a really ugly situation. You think it's something they would have worked on? It? And I guess, I guess maybe a few people have, but you'd think maybe more people would have worked on it in the like last 20 years since this started being a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's that weirdness lately that, oh, let's air it during the weekdays, but let's have it at, like, noon so all the kids can't watch it. Exactly. It's like they're trying to burn through it. I I can relate on that. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show, I think they aired that at, like, 2pm, and it's like, you know, I got home, like, off my bus at, like, 3 or 3.30 or something, so it was like... Oh my god. VCR time. Wow. <laughs> only, only the kids yeah. that stay at home sick can watch it. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Se- seriously, that was the best part of sick days, is I could watch the TV shows that I didn't usually get to. <laughs> that, that, the sick days and summer vacation. But, anyway. mm. but we digress. Uh, yeah, uh, another new episode. This one is called uh, Big Bad Dreams, and it is the 31st episode of uh, Mega Man Fully Charged. This one was written by Marcus Reinhardt, with the story by Man of Action Entertainment. The description comes from Mega Man Knowledge Base, which says, When Namajem starts using his hypno powers to hunt Aki's dreams, our hero must face his fears in the dreamscape. Which is a uh, pretty cool and, I believe, an altogether different uh, scenario for Mega Man in general. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've never yeah, uh, sure. played around in dreams before. Yep. I think the closest we've come is cyberspace, which... I don't think really counts, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's otherworldly. One of the, f- the first thing I noticed right off the bat in watching this episode is that Aki sleeps in a Man-Man t-shirt? Yes! Yes! <laughs> I guess Man-Man really took off that he has, like, merchandise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he even has a, he has a poster as well on yeah, his yeah. room, so... <laughs> and Mega Man's a fan, so, I mean, wow. My, wow. my only question now is, uh, well, actually, I have two questions. One, is there Mega Man merchandise here, or did Man-Man beat him into licensing? And two, where can I get one of these Man-Man shirts? Yes, I want Man-Man pajamas. <laughs> Both good questions. 
And uh, speaking of shirts, uh, the one that Suna was wearing there, I don't know if this is normal for her, it just stood out to me here, I'm, I need to pay more attention later, but there was like a triangle on there that looked like the one that's usually behind the logo and various Mega Man logos. Oh really? Hmm. I didn't catch yeah, that. Me either. Cool. Yay, I saw something no one else did. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Mega Man, he's, uh, or Aki, he's having a rough time of things, going to school, and he keeps seeing things and just spacing out, and... Yeah, mm -hmm. like, he's really spooked and damaging there. Yeah. And at one point, he runs into Sergeant Knight, and basically he's just kind of pushes him aside, and he's just like, you know, go home, loser, kind of thing. Oh, my God. And I'm just wondering, does pushing Knight aside count as a violation of the first law? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he was technically harmed by it, but at the same time, it's kind of an aggressive action by a robot yeah. towards a human. It's, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just find it funny how uh, after all this time, Aki has not figured out that Sergeant Knight is, like, the guy behind all this because... He's not being subtle at all in this scene. He's like, oh, how's your extracurricular activities going? Exactly. Yeah, that was my next point, is it looks like uh, Knight might know Aki's secret. Yeah. I mean, that's, obviously that's, he does, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I don't think that's come up previously, but no. I imagine the dots aren't too hard to connect, especially if Namajim is in Mega Man's mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... I'm sure everybody knows, it's just like Aki is still putting up the secret just because he can. Mm. Yeah, basically. They're, they're just, you know, playing along, placating the hero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it makes them feel better, then we'll, we'll okay, yeah, sure, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm also surprised, like, Aki being this, like, close with uh, Namajem, or however you pronounce it, how he hasn't realized it's an anagram. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. actually comes up a little later in the episode. Right, uh, right. To mm -hmm. a point, but we'll, we'll come to that in a moment. Uh, before that, I just wanted to touch on... Mega Mini seems to be affected by these hypno-blorbs, too. For lack of a better term, I'm not sure what to call it. Hypno-ray? Uh, but whatever happens, he ends up fighting a mirror copy of himself, and... Evil Mini is creepy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be that creepy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I did find it funny how apparently Mega Mini has the power to control Aki's dreams. I mean, it makes sense in a way because he's kind of his <laughs> brain. Yeah. But yeah. it was just kind of funny. Now, okay, here, here, here's, a, here's a couple of thoughts on the matter. One, is Evil Mini maybe Namajim's Mega Mini? Oh, that's a great thought. Mm -hmm. He was kind of yellow. Probably wasn't he? not. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. I, think. I, I don't. I don't know. Same color. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say probably not, but. Hmm. That's that'd be cool though. And. And yeah. then you have to wonder though: Does Namajim have a Mega Mini? Is because like you know, Mini's basically the Jiminy Cricket to uh, Aki. He's Pinocchio here. Right. Uh, to you know, take up a played out person, and. Uh, maybe the reason Namajim is bad is because he doesn't have that conscience going on. Oh, that's a good thought. <laughs> yeah. Or he's like, one. maybe he has one, and it's like suppressing the goodness, you know, or something like that. Yeah. His or, conscience is Sergeant Knight. 
<laughs> yes. It's, it's like the uh, the evil mini we saw. I don't think he said anything, did he? So maybe he has one, but it's just silent. I don't know. It's not wisecracking. He's quiet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sp speaking of the battle that goes on between Namajim and Mega Man here, uh, would that be a good time to wonder how battles affect insurance premiums in Silicon City? <laughs> oh, yeah. That reminds me, actually. Uh, after the one car of the got dreams, crushed. Yeah, but, like after one of the dreams, Megman just wakes up. He's all battle damage. He's like, "Wait, why am I Meganized?" Yeah, it's like that's creepy, dude. If you get that hurt in a dream. Yeah, mm. it's like one of those nightmare on Elm Street type deals. That's what I thought. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. And uh, he goes to see Doctor Light about the things going on in his head. And you've got some neat continuity here with the episode where Namajim used these same powers to hypnotize the Good Guild. Mm -hmm. uh, directly referencing that episode, in fact. And uh, that's also when Light is like, oh yeah, think of Namajim as something, like, Megman says, oh, he feels personal to me, and then Light is like, just think of Namajin like your reflection. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, may not mean much now, but it will. And, it will make yeah, sense that later. sounds like a definite clue. Anagrams. Yeah. Anagrams. <laughs> Anagrams, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, the, um, as we were saying, the use of Hypno Woman's powers here is just almost frightening and just what it's capable of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it opens up so many questions, too. Like, for instance, is it just this power? Can he manipulate other powers he's got in similar ways? Is Mega Man able to do this? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. The mind boggles. But Mega Man manages to pull it together, uh, get his buster working, and win the day. Let's hear it for Lucid Dreaming. Woo! Hooray! Always wanted to try that. <laughs> I've, ha I've had s I've had some luck with it in the past. <laughs> cool. S sad sadly, I seem to be getting less good at it as time goes on, but. And finally, we find out what Namajim fears. Himself? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm pretty sure that was Lord Obsidian. Or yeah. Sergeant Knight. I mean, I'd yeah, be I'd... afraid of him too. He seems to be the most powerful character in the series right now. Oh yeah, for sure. Hard, hard to argue that. Yeah. Alright, and was there anything else you guys wanted to throw in on this episode? Um, I love the casual uh, Philip K. Dick reference uh, Mega Mini made. The uh, I dream of electric sheep, <laughs> or I usually dream of electric sheep. I, I don't <laughs> think that was, there was anything casual about it. He, he literally brought First up electric digitized line. sheep on at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Sheep Man's just, like, you know, ranting and raving about being cheated out of his yeah, royalties for this episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, with that said, let's get on with the news. So, in a surprise launch this week, or actually it was last week, wasn't it? As of yes. this uh, yeah, recording, and who knows by the time this actually goes to air, but... Uh, Inted Creates, they came out with a brand new release. They announced it as they released it, one of those and it's available right now deals. And that would be for Blaster Master Zero Two. I've already got my copy, I'm working on a review of it, and 
well, I will be working on a review of it. I actually haven't had a chance to play it just yet, but I will be soon. But my two co-hosts here, as you heard at the top of the show, have plenty to say, so I'm going to just turn it over to them. All right. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, I was really surprised when it got announced and everything. It was like, because I'm a really big fan of the first Blaster Master Zero, so to hear that a sequel exists, first of all, that came out of nowhere, and yeah. that it's out right now, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> I, I love those, you know, it's out right now, and like, this is the coolest thing for integrates to do. This is awesome. Yeah. Integrates, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, but, um... Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it was Inti. Inti? I don't know. Um, Inti yeah. creates. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't beaten it. I'm still working my way through it, but it's... It's so much better than the first one. In, like, every way. Really? Yeah. Because I rather liked the first one. Uh, The first one is probably my favorite iteration of Blaster Master to date. I agree, I agree. But this one got even better, (laughs) somehow. Yes. (laughs) Well, right off the bat, it's obvious that this game's a lot harder than the last game. They did a lot of balance changes with Jason's blaster rifle, as well as the abilities of the guy, Sophia. And uh, one of my favorite abilities, actually, is the wall jumping. That a producer just got in his yeah, playthrough. Yeah, yeah, just got it. It's getting some, you know, Mega Man X vibes and Zero. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is indeed a lot I'm harder. Jumping in Blaster Master, though, like holy crap! <laughs> yeah. I would like, like, if Blaster Master was Alien, I would call this like Aliens. You know, you know, in terms of like sequels. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just much more like. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just straight, it's straight up crazy. <laughs> So on a on a uh, c- comparative difficulty scale, um, you said this is more difficult than the first one. Uh, how would you compare it? Let's let's use Mega Man. I don't know. Should we use X or Zero or something as a scale? Uh, like where, where like where would you compare the first game along like Mega Man game lines, mm-hmm. and where would you compare the sequel uh, in relation to that? Uh, I'll use X. I'll compare. Mega Man X1 to Mega Man X3. Uh, X3 would be Blaster Master Zero 2. It's just a lot harder, but, but not in like a stupid way like X3 tended to be. It, it actually feels natural. Mm-hmm. It just it just challenges you. It's not too too hard. You can get through it. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Uh, along the same lines, but I call this like the network transmission in terms of frustration. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I did not like that game. Yeah. I could not get through that no, game. I, I, I never, that game was not kind to me. I never beat it just because of how hard it was. But this is not like cheap. It wasn't hard. so much the difficulty that got me, it was the need to count on randomization. And the numbers just did not play in my favor, which kind of domino affected into the other parts of the game. And I was just, you know what, forget this. Yeah. See. I actually beat Network Transmission many times, and the thing about that game is that, yes, at, at first it's very, very hard, but once you're able to get enough power-ups to max out the buster, uh, you become a machine of destruction, and the game co- becomes completely easy at that point. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so like, I uh, remember having trouble with the Quick Man beams. They just seem yeah. so much worse than the Mega Man 2 version. Yeah, that mm-hmm. part is way worse than Mega Man 2. <laughs> wow, yeah. I, I, ugh, bad memories. 
And the, and the way to beat that, I was told, get invis chips. And it's like, hey, I, fi I find the enemy that's supposed to drop them, and they never dropped them. And that's yeah. when I'm just like, you know what? I have better things to play. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the first half of the game is pretty hard, and then the later half, once you get used to everything and you get all the power-ups, it just becomes a cakewalk. <laughs> hmm. So there's a bit of a weirdness there. Yeah. Are you talking about transmission or are you talking about Zero Two? Network transmission. Oh, okay. Though, uh, zero, zero 2, I'd say the difficulty stays the same all throughout, though uh, once you get used to the counter mechanic, uh, you realize that's very integral to the experience, actually surviving, and mm. yeah, like once you get used to the counter, it becomes a bit easier. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I hope I adapt to it well. <laughs> <laughs> so, question, uh, Blaster Master, how far back do you guys go with the franchise? I played the original on NES. Other than that, I dabbled a little bit on the... I think there was a sequel on the Game Boy. Other than that, uh, I haven't played too much until Blaster Master Zero came out. And I was like, yeah, this is way better than the original. <laughs> yeah, I uh, emulated the uh, Game Boy one back in the day. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. But that, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because in addition to the Game Boy one and the NES one, there was also a Sega Genesis sequel, there was a PlayStation sequel, and there was even a Wii where I think it was a sequel or a remake, or I forget what exactly it was. And I was just curious, I'm, I'm guessing none, neither of you knows, but I was wondering if you might realize if there was any carryover between that and this sequel. Um... Mm. Uh, actually, I'm interested in the PlayStation 1 blasting again because of something mm -hmm. that does happen in 2, but I can't spoil it. It's at the end. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that happens just, in Blaster Master Zero 2? Yes. Uh, I'm just, you know, without getting too, too deep into the spoiler, do expect a tie-in with Blasting Again on the PS1 with Blaster Master Zero 2. That's oh, cool. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, I won't probably too deep. Maybe I'll ask later how you know the two tie together, but... Yeah, it's a very spoiler-heavy. Like, it's kind of a surprise. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely intrigued to know. <laughs> and besides that, uh, do you guys have anything else to say about the game for, for now? Uh, buy it as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, like, both of these games. You need to play these games, yeah. you need to play them in order. It's amazing. <laughs> Any, any hopes for DLC characters, like in the first one? Uh, I don't doubt it. They haven't announced anything, but I'm pretty sure it will happen. Oh, at yeah. Some point. yeah. I, I'm sure we're going to see like all the DLC characters from the first one coming back and maybe some new ones. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll throw Beck in this time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> pretty sweet. Poor Beck. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> He's out of work. And yeah, we're on Blaster Master Zero Two right now, but the one I'm really looking forward to is Blaster Master ZX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Blaster Master ZX happened a year later. Um, <laughs> Blaster Master X. Oh god. <laughs> Blaster Master Legends. Blaster Master Battle Network. Blaster Master Star Force. Oh god. They could actually go there with the whole space theme in this in the Zero Two. Yeah, I was gonna say they're already there, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Fully Charged Podcast. As always, if you're listening 
uh, to the podcast and the uh, embeds I have on the Mega Man Network and you want something else, you can always go directly to SoundCloud, or you can check us out on iTunes or Google Play and download us to your phone or other mobile device. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And, of course, speaking of the Mega Man Network, you can find more of my Mega Man-ish stuff at the MM Network on Twitter or on Tumblr. Yep, still doing that thing. Uh, the Mega Man Network, we're also on Facebook, or you can just go to the MMNetwork.com, which you're already at if you're listening to the aforementioned Dead Beds. And you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude, and you can check out my Mega Man thing on Rockman Corner. You can find it at www.rockman-corner.com. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash ShadowRockZX. Got a lot of Mega Man content for you, and also probably going to do a Blaster Master Zero 2 review as well. And I also announced that I'm going to be working on an interview with NT Creates. So that's pretty exciting. Ooh. And you can also find me on Twitter at ShadowRockX. And for ProtoDude and ShadowRockZX, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out. Mm-hmm.